Hello and welcome. My name's Stephen Dickens and I'm the host of the I'm a Mainframer podcast brought to you by the Linux Foundation. The Open Mainframe project is a Linux Foundation collaborative project focused on promoting and advocating for Linux and open source on the mainframe platform. I'm joined today by my guest, Maggie Lee, who is the Chief Architect of Precisely, formerly of SyncSort. Welcome to the show, Maggie. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for having me. So it's great to chat. Um, I, from what I can tell from your profile here, we're going to have a good conversation today, and I think this is going to be a fun show for the listeners. What I always ask our guests to do first is really to just give us an overview of how you got started and how you ended up on the mainframe platform. So if you could just give us a brief overview, that would be fantastic. Sure. Um, I majored in electrical engineering in college back in China, I guess. Um, I was one of the few girls who would choose engineering as a major back then. Um, the school I went to is a well-known engineering school that had a male-to-female ratio of seven to one. You can imagine that. After we're going to come back college, and talk about that. We're going to come back and talk about that, Maggie. That's interesting. But carry on. Okay. Sure. <laughs> After I graduated from college, I started my career as a home appliance engineer. I designed hardware and uh, wrote assembly code in microprocessors um, uh, to control microwaves, air conditioners, and other home appliances. It was kind of fun because I got to do a lot of cooking as my, uh, you know, part of my job. Uh, I remember we cooked chicken, beef, and vegetables to test the microwave recipes, and we eventually converted the recipes to code. Uh, that went for four years until I came to U.S. for postgraduate education. My major was electrical engineering, again, this a focus in telecom. Um, the fact that I went to SingSort after graduation was actually a surprise to many people. I got several job offers at the time. Among them, the most attractive one was from Motorola. So it sounded like a no-brainer, right? Uh, I almost accepted the offer, but changed my mind last minute. Because I really liked the people who interviewed me at SingSort, and I thought it was um, a great culture fit. Back then, I knew virtually nothing about mainframe, but I thought my assembly background may somewhat help and make my job easier. That's why, you know, I came to the mainframe world. Uh, I guess I was right about the people and the culture, but I was wrong about the job being easy. I did expect, um, complexity, but I was not prepared for that level of complexity. I think you know what I mean. So <laughs> I do, the, I do. Yeah, yeah. So in the beginning, there was a lot of frustration, but luckily I was surrounded by many supportive colleagues. With their help, I was able to get some traction and started to learn quickly. After a few years, um, working on mainframe, I started to enjoy the challenge 
And I can tell you, I love Nathan. Oh, that's good to hear. That's good. So you're on the right show. <laughs> um, so I, I, I interrupted you because I was keen to kind of drill into the point. You mentioned a seven to one ratio there when you were in uh, undergraduate. Can you maybe just kind of expand a little on that point? We've had a lot of really powerful female leaders on the show in the mainframe space, and I'm always keen for some of our long, younger listeners to kind of hear about that journey. So if you can maybe just expand on that topic a little bit, that'd be interesting and talk about kind of how you've seen that progress since you were in college through to where you are today as the, a really senior technical leader in SyncSort. Okay, sure. Um, I love math. Uh, I love physics when I was uh, very young and my mother was a professor uh, when I was at high school and she always encouraged me to pursue my interests. So that's why, you know, um, I uh, started to learn uh, electrical engineering for my major. But I would like to say to the girls that, you know, uh, if they think about their choice for their careers, I think it's a great time for women in tech right now. Uh, I encourage them to give a try because from my own experience, um, I never felt gender has anything to do with one's capabilities, even in the most hardcore technology areas. Uh, for example, at Precisely, there is something we have always been proud of. Our R&D team had about 30% women, and over 40% of the leadership team was women. Um, what's interesting is we never had any quotas, and this happened all naturally, and that says something. So uh, I, I would like to, you know, uh, uh, my advice to other women in, in the industry is you, you are every bit as capable as men in what you do and your success solely depends on the amount of efforts you put in. Be positive, be proactive, volunteer for more uh, responsibilities if something aligns with your interests and for the leaders. Uh, you know, uh, be mentors to be uh, to other women. Uh, I'm thinking if the girls can pick uh, the technology industry, I think this is a great industry to work in. Um, I believe uh, in the foreseeable fu uh, future, you know, IT will continue to be a leading industry that will make most of changes in people's lives, and therefore uh, we'll see tremendous growth. So it's interesting, the journey you've been on and how you've seen the challenges for representation sort of change. Uh, when I was reading your bio here, I picked up that you're involved in the Master the Mainframe contest and how you mentor a group of high school students through that sort of contest to bring new fresh blood into the mainframe have you seen any of those challenges or any of those concerns come through in your mentorship as, as you've moved towards the more senior part of your career have, 
Have you seen anything there, Maggie, that you'd share with the listeners? So I feel the biggest challenge for the medicine going forward right now is um, the shortage of skilled people because it has been there and will continue to be the biggest challenge for medicine. That's my feeling. Today, it's, um, it is extremely difficult to find professionals that are skilled in medicine because the talent pool is quickly shrinking. Many people working on mainframe are approaching their retirement age, but at the same time, they don't get much new blood joining the workforce. Um, if we don't do anything in, uh, if we don't do anything to turn this trend around, they will be in a very awkward situation when the existing talents do retire. That's why I have personally tried to promote mainframe to young people whenever I got a chance. Uh, and I do love, yeah, I do love the master mainframe contest. I feel um, that program is a great way to bring awareness of the technology to people. And I hope it can stimulate some interest and help bring new talents into the mainframe world. Uh, uh, fortunately, at Precisely, they, they have been fortunate in attracting young talent to the team, a team that will one day become the next generation of mainframe engineers uh, at the company. Fantastic. I, I agree. I'm a huge fan of the Master of the Mainframe. I've had the pleasure of meeting some of the winners over the years at various events, and I'm always heartened by how those winners are, are sort of looking to embark on a career with, with just unbounded optimism. And uh, it, it's infectious when you get to meet some of those younger mainframers as they embark on their journey on the platform. So yeah, the program was a fantastic program, and the winners could get like T-shirts, uh, gift cards, and backpacks, and the kids were so happy. I could feel that. <laughs> so, so Maggie, I'm, I, I was really impressed when I looked through the bio that the, the team sent through to me. Um, could you tell us a little bit about what you do specifically for Precisely as a chief architect? I've seen some wonderful projects here, but it's probably best for our listeners if, if you can give us a brief overview of, of what you're involved in and, and what cool projects you're working on. Sure. Um, just a little bit background of our company before I talked about myself. Precisely, it's a company with a 50-year history of delivering data sorting and data integration solutions for the IBM mainframe before last year's Pitney both software and data acquisition. Um, now we are the global leader for data integrity, and I have been this precisely for 21 years. Um, I started this the company as the assembler, uh, assembly developer for mainframe sort product, MFX. Uh, SimSort MFX was the core product back then. Um, over the years, I went 
from developer to various management roles and was leading a number of R&D projects for MFX and our log data integration product IronStream. Uh, both MFX and IronStream are main products for the company. About three and a half years ago, I transitioned from the management track back to a technology role, a technical role. Um, my current role is chief architect for the Mayfin portfolio. Most of what I do now is research on new uh, mainframe technologies and uh, prototyping code for our mainframe products. I'm responsible for the architecture of precisely ThinkSort mainframe product family as well as the IronStream product family. I also uh, lead a cross-product architecture team in researching and reporting on a variety of topics across a wider portfolio of products. So that's so, what uh, I do at Precisely. So I'm interested, Maggie, you've obviously got a 21-year history on the platform. How have you yeah. seen things change over that 21-year period? The mainframe's a very different beast than it was back in the late 90s. So I'd be really keen to get your perspective on what you've seen change over the years. Um, the old days, I, when I started from ThinkSort, we used uh, 30 to 70. <laughs> and now recently we see, you know, uh, mainframe and Linux and cloud are uh, uh, getting closer and closer. I feel um, uh, in the future, I feel mainframe will coexist with the distributed world and the cloud world. This is why, you know, I have been working so hard uh, in, in the past few years uh, in the product, in, in our product called uh, IronStream. The old days, uh, you know, mainframe, uh, used to be uh, the the lack of uh, accessibility of its data. I, I feel uh, so breaking data silos. That's our focus uh, at pre uh, precisely. For example, you know, uh, IronStream provides seamless uh, integration of mainframe data with distributed and cloud-based systems. This way, our customers can monitor all their systems, uh, whether these systems are, are on mainframe or distributed architecture from the same uh, platform, uh, the, the, the modern you know, platform. Mainframe customers run mission critical workloads in the largest, uh, you know, in the largest company around the world. One of our key strengths is the ability to uh, connect mainframe data to modern, widely adapted platforms such as Splunk, Kafka, and ServiceNow. The other things I'm thinking uh, it will be in the future, you know, we uh, um, will have the same or similar DevOps tools and user experience in the mainframe. Uh, as in the distributed and the cloud system. Um, I'm thinking, you know, in the future, uh, 
our users do not need to develop two sets of skills to code their business applications, uh, I, the, the end users will not be able to tell from the user interface whether the underlying system is a distributed system in cloud or a mainframe in the cloud. This is uh, the Open Mainframe project, uh, IBM and CA. I saw they are working hard on uh, you know, uh, this effort and I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's an interesting area. We've got a strong community built around the Zoe project. How do you see, and you, I think you were hinting at some of that in your previous answer. How do you see that as part of a future for the mainframe? Actually, um, we are looking at Zoe too. We feel modernizing our mainframe products with cloud user experience will help our customers reduce their development time. So we started to evaluate different options, including OpenShift, Zoe, and VCX. Uh, we need to pick the right solution for different products. Participating in Zoe conformance program is one of uh, our options. Actually, we, we joined Open Mainframe project last year. Um, we, we trusted uh, Linux Foundation. Uh, Linux Foundation is a communi uh, community we trust. Um, our company joined the ODPI project five years ago, and they, they have been working with the Linux Foundation uh, very closely, you know, since then. And later we joined the Hyperledger project and last year we joined Open Mainframe project. So Maggie, I think you've, you've given us a really good overview there of some of the big trends and things you've seen. I'm always keen to understand maybe what you would have said to yourself back in 99. What advice, if you could have a time machine, what advice would you go back and give to your younger self uh, as you were just starting to embark on this career? Well, I always find the answers to this are interesting for our listeners to uh, who are maybe thinking about how they start their career. So what advice would you have given to your younger self? Um, I think if I could go back, I would choose mainframe again because um, Mainframe actually has a lot of uh, architectural advantage. Uh, maybe a lot of people uh, didn't know, like uh, security, IO speed, and availability. Um, you know, security is very important, right? It, it has been a growing concern in recent years. Um, as we see more and more frequent data breaches, uh, the most shocking one to me was the Equifax incident that happened in 2017. So every time something like this happens, it impacts millions of people and could cause losses in billions of dollars. And to me, I feel mainframe is the most secure machine even right now. So um, 
I would say, uh, I would not say like mainframe system are invincible, but they are much less vulnerable than distributed system. So I, I will see mainframe will survive in more than another 20 years with cloud Linux and every, you know, modern uh, technology, uh, every modern platform. Also, availability and, and uh, reliability um, is another, you know, key advantage. Um, I'm not sure if you know the Z in system Z's brand name, it, it means zero downtime. And, yeah. and they are, yeah, they are guaranteed to run continuously for 40 years without any failure. I got that from the internet and that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the stats are just, I remember a client presenting to a big audience saying that they'd not had a second of planned or unplanned outages in over 20 years. So I think that just, that stat kind of blew my, me away. So yeah, yes. Yeah. So for many organizations, the value of this advantage is far greater than the cost of the system. So this is probably why they have been staying with mainframe. And this is why I love mainframe and I would like to choose mainframe industry again if I could go back. <laughs> so so um, as we look to wrap up here, Maggie, I always ask our guests on the show, if you could look ahead into a crystal ball where would you see the mainframe sort of three to five years from now? What are those big trends that are going to impact the mainframe platform over that period of time? Like what I said in the future, I, I, I feel, you know, with um, every mainframe merge and uh, uh, open mainframe projects, um, hard work uh, in the future, I would, uh, I, I would expect, you know, the end user will not be able to tell from the user interface whether the underlying system is a distributed system in cloud or a maven in the cloud. Yeah, I think I but, see the same, same trend in our future. So it's really interesting that you share that perspective. Maggie, this is, the time has flown by. This has been a fantastic conversation. I think our listeners are going to be really interested to understand a little bit about your personal journey. So thank you for sharing that with us today. Is there any other sort of parting comments or anything else you want to share before we wrap? Um, nothing else. Thank you very much, Steve. No, and thank you from me and from the listeners. It's been great having you on the show. So <laughs> you've, been, you've been listening to the I'm a Mainframer podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Dickens. It's been great listening to Maggie talk to us today from SyncSort. If you've liked what you've heard on the show, please click below and give us a rating and, and help us promote Linux and open source on the mainframe platform. I'll sign off and I'll speak to you next time.